Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. How are you doing? I pray always, always, always that you are well. Um, And we're doing just fine here. Um, I just mentioned an update on the house that we want to sell. Um, We had to put another 50000 into it for the final work that had been done. Um, But it's here in Beloit, and it's um, uh, kind of a limestone, beautiful 6,000-square-foot house with a little bit of land around it and on the lower level or you could call it the basement but it sure doesn't look like a basement because we put 12 cells in there and showers and toilets and there's a fireplace down there and if someone doesn't need 12 bedrooms they can take the wall out between them and have six nice sized bedrooms the place is beautiful and um, we've put now uh, well over a quarter of a million into it. We've put over 800,000 into it. Uh, the doors uh, still need to be put up. The floors still need to be put down, but they're all there and paid for. <clears throat> so whoever buys the house, it'll be their option if they want to use what we've purchased for it or get their own doors and floors. Um, we're actually putting it on the market for half what we spent for 530000 because we need to sell it. Um, we need to regain um, as much of the money as we put into it as we can. So if you wish to move to Beloit and have it's a corner spot with land, it's just a beautiful, beautiful home and as sturdy as could be. Um, If you're thinking of moving to Beloit, 50 miles from the exact center of the United States in the Diocese of Salina, um, let us know. Give me a call. Go to our website, motherofisraelshope.org, and you can email us. Um, You can send an email to the Station of the Cross, mother at thestationofthecross.com. Um, anything you wish to to reach us, if you can, if you'd like such a house, if you want to move here, with the way things are going in the world, this is a little fairy tale town. I still tell you that it's beautiful. People are beautiful, um, and you'd like to consider buying the house. Maybe you're a doctor or a professional that could afford to spend a little more than 530000 that would be all right. But we will accept half of what we've put into it because whoever gets the house will still need to finish it up by putting doors and other things in. But the gentleman who owns the company, Precision Construction, that's done everything for us, would be happy to finish it for whoever... um, or work with whoever uh, buys the house. So let me know... You can call, um, uh, you can let us know directly. I can put you in touch with our new real estate agent. Um, you can call Real Estate for Life if you wish, uh, realestateforlife.com, or let us know. We're going to put you in touch with a gentleman named Chris Wagner. So um, any way you wish it, um, you can email me at mail, M-A-I-L, at org. Um 
um, again, or, uh, and I'll get that, mail at motherofisraelshope.org or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. Um, and you will, um, you will receive it. You will get, you know, whatever information you wish on it. Um, yesterday, dear ones, now we're going through a Keep the Faith, and we're on the subject of what is faith. Um, yesterday, um, we had a caller, I think it's a, Apollo, A-P-A-L-O, I'm not sure, who asked why um, we don't speak more about um, La Salette. And so I read um, the um, from the website on La Salette yesterday. Let me just see. Um, where is that? Here it is. No, they're both the same. Hold on just a moment. Um, I read an article on La Salette and on the apparition uh, from Catholic Catholicism Pure and Simple website. And um, it's titled, Our Lady of La Salette, A Lady of La Salette, a fearful warning, and a prophecy. Um, and we read the article, um, and we ended with the statement that Rome will lose the faith and will become the seat of Antichrist. Um, and uh, it says, to call her children uh, to combat for God in the days of darkness and sin, the mother of God concludes, quote, I address an urgent appeal to the earth. I summon, now this was in 1846, I summon the true disciples of God who live and reigns, who lives and reigns in heaven. I summon the true imitators of Christ made man, the one true savior of men. I summon my children, my true devotees, those who have given themselves to me so that I might lead them to my divine son those whom I carry, so to speak, in my arms, those who have lived according to my spirit. Finally, I summon the apostles of the latter times. <clears throat> and I'll interject to say today is in the Novus Ordo calendar, the feast day of St. Louis de Montfort, who, um, am I wrong? Is it? Yes, St. Louis de Montfort today, and he is the one who wrote of the apostles, um, of the latter times. She summons, Our Lady says, the apostles of the latter times in poverty and humility, in contempt and in silence, in prayer and in mortification, in chastity and in union with God, in suffering and unknown to the world. It is a time for them to arise and come forth, to enlighten the earth. Go and show yourself to my cherished children. I am with you and in you provided that your faith be the light that enlightens you in these days of woe. May your zeal cause you to be as famished for the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. Fight, children of light, you little number who see, for behold the time of times, the end of ends. <clears throat> and the last quote in this article um, is uh, states that the, from Our Lady, still her words, the church will be eclipsed, the world will be in consternation, but behold, Enoch and Elijah, uh, she calls it Eli, filled with the Spirit of God, they will preach with strength of God. The strength of God and men of goodwill believe in God, 
and many souls will be consoled. They will make great progress by the virtue of the Holy Spirit and will condemn the devilish errors of the Antichrist. Excuse me. Um, there are other words, Abbot, uh, Abbe Colomb, the editor of the 1904 edition of uh, Lis, uh, The Secret of Melanie, um, he adds additional words, but um, this article gives the full secret here, and it, 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 uh, I've clicked on it, and I'm going to read this to you because I think it's so crucial for people to know. And um, the one who wrote in yesterday um, uh, asking why the messages of Las Salette are not as well known as Fatima, and I've, I guessed that Our Lady of Las Salette appeared to two children, and Our Lady of Fatima appeared to the three little shepherds, but finally to 70,000 uh, in Fatima, and the apparition became known throughout all the world. Excuse me. No, it's okay. <clears throat> and so, um, but the secrets of La Salette need to be known. This is what was told to Melanie. Um, and the entire text of these secrets um, was translated in a book called The Bible and the Future of the World. First edition was published in 1998. And... Um, uh, the copyright is 1998 as well. I'm going to read them to you. Um, uh, the commentary and interpretation of these secrets are in a separate book called The Secrets of La Salette in the End Times. I'm not going to read that, but um, uh, the author says Melanie's secret consists of 33 paragraphs. These were not numbered in her original publication of The Secret, but the author here Ronald Conte Jr. has numbered them for the sake of clarity. Number one, Melanie, these are our ladies' words to Melanie. Melanie, what I am going to tell you now will not always be secret. You will be allowed to publish it in 1858. And again, Our Lady appeared to Melanie uh, 14 years earlier in 1846. Quote, the priests, ministers of my son, the priests by their bad life, by their irreverences and their impiety in celebrating the holy mysteries, by love of money, love of honor, and of pleasures, the priests have become cesspools of impurity. These were Our Lady's words, beloved. Yes, the priests are asking for vengeance, and vengeance is suspended over their heads. Woe to the priests and to the persons consecrated to God, who by their infidelities and their bad life are crucifying anew my son, the sins of persons consecrated to God cry out towards heaven and call for vengeance and see how vengeance is at their doors because there is no longer found anyone to implore mercy and forgiveness for the people. There are no longer generous souls. There is no longer anyone worthy to offer the victim, capital V, without blemish to the eternal on behalf of the world. There's the music for our first break, beloved. You are free to call in at any time during this hour with anything on your heart. Toll free, 1-877-511-5483. We'll be right back. 
Hey, Jim Havens here. I'm host of The Simple Truth, which airs every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross Catholic Media Network. The focus of the show is authentically receiving, living, and handing on the simple truth of Jesus and his Catholic Church in a down-to-earth, no-nonsense manner. The guests are phenomenal, and each weekday has its own theme, always encouraging us to take the next step in our faith wherever we may be. It's The Simple Truth, every weekday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. Help bring many more people closer to our Lord by letting them know about Catholic Radio. One of the simplest ways to promote Catholic Radio is by displaying a bumper magnet on your car. Order your free bumper magnets at thestationofthecross.com. We'd be happy to send bumper magnets for your listening area so that others can come to know the Lord. That's thestationofthecross.com. Thank you for sharing Catholic Radio on the road. Do you love listening to the Station of the Cross on your car radio, but sometimes find yourself driving outside the listening area? Never miss another minute of your favorite show. Download the iCatholic Radio app so you can listen anywhere in the world 24 hours a day. The iCatholic Radio app is available for your phone in the Apple Store or for your Android phone in Google Play. Visit thestationofthecross.com for more information. 30 Seconds on the Gifts of the Holy Spirit, brought to you by the Station of the Cross. The gift of fear of the Lord is explained in the Catechism of the Catholic Church as the gift that ensures our awe and reverence before God. This type of fear is not of anxiety, but in understanding how much is due to Him for who He is and what He does for us. We read in the book of Deuteronomy, What does the Lord ask of you but to fear the Lord, to keep the commandments for your own well-being? Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. Um, again, you are welcome to call in during the entire hour with anything whatsoever on your heart. Um, toll free one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three. You may text at that number as well, and um, email at mother at the station of the cross dot com. Uh, we are reading the secrets of, uh, of that our lady told to the two children at her apparition in eighteen forty six of La Salette. Um, many of the apparitions are Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of La Salette, Akita, uh, Good Success, and I can't think of anything else offhand, but there are others. And they're coming true now. We're either at the beginning of them or the middle of them, and, and it's important for us to know the third message that Our Lady gave to Melanie is that God is going to strike in a matter without ex- a manner without example. Number four, Um, the author has numbered these, not Our Lady. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. God is going to exhaust his wrath, and no one will be able to take himself away from so many afflictions combined. Five, the leaders, the guides of the people of God, have neglected prayer and penance, and the demon has obscured their intelligence. They have become these wandering stars, 
that the old devil will drag along with his tail to make them perish. God will permit the old serpent to place divisions among rulers in all societies and in all families. Physical and moral pains will be suffered. God will abandon men to themselves and will send chastisements which will follow one after another for more than 35 years. Society is on the eve of the most terrible scourges and of the greatest events. One must expect to be ruled with an iron rod and to drink the chalice of the wrath of God. I'm continuing here. May the vicar of my son, Our Lady said to Melanie, which at the time that she spoke was the sovereign pontus, pontiff Pius XI, May he no longer leave Rome after the year 1859, but may he be firm and generous. May he fight with the weapons of faith and love. I will be with him. Eight. May he be wary of Napoleon. Again, this is all the messages in 1846 that are coming upon us. May he be wary, and, and, and many have happened already. May he be wary of Napoleon. His heart is doubled. And when he will want to be at the same time Pope and Emperor, soon God will withdraw from him. He is this eagle who, wanting always to raise himself up, will fall on the sword, which he wanted to use in order to force the peoples to raise him up. 9. Italy will be punished for her ambition in wanting to shake off the yoke of the Lord of Lords. Also, she will be delivered over to war. Blood will flow on all sides. The churches will be closed or desecrated. The priests, the religious, will be hunted. They will be made to die, and to die a cruel death. Several will abandon the faith, and the number of priests and religious who will separate themselves from the true religion will be great. Among these persons there will be found even some bishops. Well, it seems that there's more than a few bishops today who have abandoned the faith. May the Pope keep himself on guard against the performers of miracles because the time has come when most astonishing wonders will take place on the earth and in the air. In the year 1864, Lucifer, with a great number of demons, 1864, beloved, in the year 1864, this again prophesied in 1846, Lucifer with a great number of demons will be unleashed from hell. They will abolish the faith little by little and even in persons consecrated to God. They will blind them in such a way that barring a particular grace, these persons will take on the spirit of these bad angels. Several religious houses will lose the faith entirely. And will lose many souls. Our Lady continues in a separate message. <clears throat> Bad books will abound on earth, and the spirits of darkness will spread everywhere, a universal slackering in all that concerns the service of God. They will have a very great power over nature. There will be churches to serve these spirits. Some persons will be transported from one place to another by these bad spirits, and even some priests, because they will not be guiding themselves by the good spirit of the gospel, which is a spirit of humility, 
charity and zeal for the glory of God. The dead and the just will be made to revive. There will be in all places extraordinary wonders because the true faith is dying out and because false light enlightens the world. Woe to the princes of the church who will not be occupied except to pile riches upon riches to safeguard their authority and to dominate with pride. Beloved, if that's not a description, there's more here, but if that's not a description of today, that the bishops are piling millions and millions upon themselves, the government is piling millions of dollars, they're getting, they've become billionaires through COVID. Our Lady continues, the vicar of my son will have much to suffer because for a time the church will be delivered over to great persecutions. This will be the time of darkness. The church will have a frightful crisis. The holy faith of God being forgotten, each individual will want to be guided by himself and to be superior of his peers. Civil and ecclesiastical powers will be abolished. In all order and all justice will be trampled underfoot. One will see only homicides, hatred, jealousy, lying and discord without love for country or for family. Read the news today, beloved. This is a description of it. The Holy Father will suffer much. Our Lady says, I will be with him until the end to receive his sacrifice. Now again, she's speaking in 1846, so I don't know which Holy Father and exactly what time she's speaking of. The wicked will make an attempt she says, several times on his life, on the Holy Father's life, without power to do harm to his days, but neither he nor his successor will see the triumph of the Church of God. Civil rulers will have all one same design, which will be to abolish and to make disappear all religious principle in order to make way for materialism, atheism, spiritualism, and all kinds of vices. And again, she says in the year 1846, she says in the year 1865, the abomination will be seen in holy places, in convents, the flowers of the church will be decayed, and the demon will make himself as king of hearts. May those who are at the head of religious communities keep themselves on guard for persons whom they must receive because the demon will use all of all his malice in order to introduce into religious orders persons devoted to sin, for disorders, and the love of carnal pleasures will be spread by all the earth. France, Italy, Spain, and England will be in war. Blood will flow in the streets. Frenchmen will fight with Frenchmen, Italian with Italian, Subsequently, there will be a general war, which will be appalling. For a time, God will no longer be mindful of France or Italy because the gospel of Jesus Christ is no longer known. The wicked will deploy all their malice. They will kill themselves. They will massacre themselves mutually, even in the houses. Our Lady continues, At the first stroke of his lightning sword, the mountains and the whole of nature will tremble with terror because the disorders 
and the crimes of men pierce the vault of the heavens. Paris will be burned and Marseille engulfed. Several great cities will be shaken and engulfed by earthquakes. It will be believed that all is lost. Only homicides will be seen. Only the noise of weapons and blasphemies will be heard. The just will suffer much. Their prayers, their penances, and their tears will climb even up to heaven. And all the people of God will ask for forgiveness and mercy and will ask for my help and my intercession. Our Lady is speaking. Then Jesus Christ, by an act of his justice and of his great mercy for the just, will command to his angels that all his enemies be put to death. All at once, the persecutors of the church of Jesus Christ and all men devoted to sin will perish and the earth will become like a desert. Then peace, the reconciliation of God with men, will be made. Jesus Christ will be served, adored, and glorified. Chastity, rather charity, will flower everywhere. The new kings will be the right arm of the Holy Church, will be, which will be strong, humble, pious, poor, zealous, and imitator of the virtues of Jesus Christ. The gospel will be preached everywhere, and men will make great progress in the faith because there will be unity among the workers of Jesus Christ and because men will live in the fear of God. This peace among men will not be long. Twenty-five years of abundant harvest will make them forget that the sins of men are the cause of all the pains which come upon the earth. A forerunner of the Antichrist with his troops from several nations will fight against the true Christ, the only Savior of the world. He will spill much blood and will want to annihilate the worship of God in order to make himself be looked upon as God. The earth will be struck by all kinds of plagues. There will be wars until the last war, which will then be made by the ten kings of the Antichrist, which kings will have all one same design and will be the only ones who will rule the world. Before these arrive, there will be a type of false peace in the world. One will think only about amusing himself. The wicked will deliver themselves over to all kinds of sin. But the children of the Holy Church, the children of the faith, my true imitators, will grow in the love of God and in the virtues which are dear to me, Our Lady says. Happy the humble souls, guided by the Holy Spirit. I will fight with them until they arrive at the fullness of the age. Nature is asking for vengeance for men, and she shudders with the terror in waiting for that which must come upon the earth, soiled with crimes. There's the music, dear ones, for our second break. And um, recall, if you will, don't hesitate, right even in the middle of this reading, to call in with anything whatsoever on your heart, toll free, one 511 5483 or text at that number as well or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. Um, God bless you. We'll be right back.
Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, one of your hosts for the upcoming Station of the Cross 2022 Spring On-Ear Appeal, taking place May 2nd through May 6th. The theme of this week is so thrilling. It is utterly the most important thing. It is save the family. The family is God's number one design to build his kingdom and the enemy's number one target to destroy. It is extremely important, and I hope you'll be a vital part of it. To donate, there's four ways. Call 1-877-711-8500 or go to thestationofthecross.com. Use the donation page of your iCatholic Radio app or return the envelope from our recent Spring Appeal mailing. That number is 1-877-711-8500 or thestationofthecross.com. I look forward to being with you every day at 10 a.m. Eastern, May 2nd through May 6th on the Station of the Cross. God bless you. Hi, this is Joe McLean, host of the Catholic Drive Time Morning Show. Weekday mornings, 7 a.m. on the Station of the Cross. We'll keep you informed and inspired with insightful guests and breaking news stories of the day. That's the Catholic Drive Time. Weekday mornings, 7 a.m. on the Station of the Cross and the iCatholic Radio app. We look forward to joining you on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network each weekday morning at 7 a.m. Praise be to Jesus. May God love you. What you're offering and giving to me, you deserve to get back because you're offering more than I can give. I learned so much through the station on the cross. I listen to the radio station daily and I absolutely love it. I was attending the chapel and places like that and through your programs I was able to find out how other Protestants had come back into the Catholic Church. God bless the station of the cross. Donate today at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. I'm thrilled to be with you. We have a whole half hour yet to go, and you are welcome to call in with anything at all on your heart. The matter of the heart of the matter is the matter of your heart. I say that often does not have to be our subject. Call in toll free if you wish, 1 877 511 5483, or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We're reading through the messages given. Um, by Our Lady of La Salette in 1846 to one of the two children, um, uh, Melanie, uh, to whom she appeared. We're actually on uh, uh, what is counted as the 25th message, um, which says, Tremble earth, and you who make profession of serving Jesus Christ and who on the inside uh, you adore yourselves, tremble. For God is going to deliver you over to his enemy because the holy places are in corruption. Many convents are no longer houses of God, but the pastures of Amodeus and his sort. Um, And the reason I'm reading these, dear ones, is that it came up yesterday uh, from someone who wrote in and wondered why we speak about Our Lady of Fatima, but not so much of La Salette. And... um, 
the La- Our Lady of La Salette's messages is for today. It was for a couple of year, hundred years before today as well as today and the future. Our Lady says it will be during this time that the Antichrist will be born of Hebrew religious, of a Hebrew religious. Uh, that, that I come from a, a Jewish home. It, it pains me no end to think the Antichrist would be Jewish, but it certainly makes sense. The devil's been trying to eliminate the Jewish people uh, since the Garden of Evil. Uh, Garden of Evil, that's a good name for it, Garden of Eden. So it, it's not surprising that he would be born of, of, of Jewish heritage. Um, Our Lady says it will be during this time that the Antichrist will be born of a Jewish, of a Hebrew religious, of a false virgin who will have communication with the old serpent, the master of impurity. His father will be bishop at birth. He will, um, he will vomit blasphemies. He will have teeth. In a word, this will be the devil incarnate. He will let out frightening cries. He will perform wonders. He will nourish himself only on impurities. He will have brothers who, although they will not be like him, pardon me, him, demons incarnate, will be children of evil. At 12 years, they will make themselves noticed by their brilliant victories, which they will win. Soon they will each be at the head of armies assisted by the legions of hell. The seasons will be changed. The earth will produce only bad fruits. The stars will lose lose their regular movements. The, The moon will reflect only a feeble reddish light. Water and fire will give to the globe of the earth convulsive movements and horrible earthquakes which will cause to be engulfed mountains and cities. Rome will lose the faith and become the seat of the Antichrist. The demons of the air will, with the Antichrist will perform great wonders, great wonders on the earth and in the air, and men will corrupt themselves more and more. God will have care of his faithful servants and men of goodwill. The gospel will be preached everywhere. All peoples and all nations will have knowledge of the truth. I address a pressing appeal to the earth, Our Lady said to Melanie. I call upon the true disciples of God living and reigning in the heavens. I call upon the true imitators of Christ made man, the only and true Savior of men. I call upon my children, my true devotees, those who have given themselves to me so that I may guide them to my divine Son, those whom I carry, so to speak, in my arms those who have lived in my, by my spirit. Finally, I call upon the apostles of the last times, the faithful disciples of Jesus Christ, who have lived in a contempt for the world and for themselves, in poverty and humility, a contempt and in silence, in prayer and in mortifications, in chastity and in union with God, in suffering and unknown to the world. It is time that they go out and come to enlighten the earth. Go and show yourselves to my dear children. I am with you and in you. 
provided that your faith be the light which enlightens you in these last days of woe. May your zeal render you like a starving, uh, like the starving for the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. Fight, children of light, you the small number who can see. For behold, the time of times, the end of ends. We don't have very far to go. I'll continue this. Um, um, it looks like, well, I think we have somebody calling in. Let me continue. Um, yes, it's a, it's a comment from Facebook, um, and it, it reads, What do you think about all the Catholic universities supporting homosexual activities? Well, number one, they're not Catholic. They use the name, but it's, it's wrong. Um, any university or individual who supports homosexual activities is um, in mortal sin, in serious sin. So if the Catholic university on the whole supports it, then if you're Catholic and working for that university, you must leave. Um, and um, if you're a priest, or um, you must do everything you can to fight that, and if you can't, you must leave. Um, if you're a bishop and you're in charge of a Catholic university that supports homosexual activities, you must uh, tell them they must be curtailed. Um, they must be stopped. If for some reason it's private uh, and you cannot stop it, then you must require that they remove the name of Catholic because you cannot be Catholic and support homosexual activities of any sort, of any kind. You can support people who are homosexual and repent of their sin. God died for the homosexual. He loves homosexuals, but he hates the sin. He loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. So you can be supportive, um, but only by letting them know they have to give up their sin and or leave the college, if it's called Catholic. We're going to go back to the, um, the secrets now of La Salette. Uh, we're on point 31. Um, Our Lady says the church will be eclipsed. The world will be in consternation. But behold Enoch and Eli, E-L-I-E, rather than Elijah, filled with the Spirit of God. We said this earlier. Pardon me. They will preach with the strength of God, and men of goodwill will believe in God, and many souls will be consoled. They will make great progress by the virtue of the Holy Spirit and will condemn the devilish errors of the Antichrist. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. There will be bloody wars and fam famines, pestilences, and contagious diseases. There will be rains of a dreadful hail of animals, thunders which will shake cities, earthquakes which will engulf countries. Voices will be heard in the air. Men will beat their head against the walls. They will call upon death. And on account, let me just say, and, um, they will call upon death, and on another side, death will be their torture. Blood will flow on all sides. Who will be able to overcome? If God does not shorten the time of the... Um, of the ordeal 
by the blood, the tears, the prayers of the just, God will let himself be swayed. Enoch uh, and Eli will be put to death. Pagan Rome will disappear. Fire from heaven will fall and will consume three cities. All the universe will be struck with terror and many will themselves be misled because they have not adored the true Christ living among them. It is time. The sun darkens. Faith alone will live. One more point here, beloved. Behold the time the abyss opens. Behold the king of kings of darkness. Behold the beast with his subjects, calling himself the savior of the world. He will raise himself up with pride into the air in order to go even up to heaven. He will be smothered by the breath of the holy Archangel Michael. He will fall by the earth, which for three days we um, will be abandoned. Hold on now. Three days, no. He will fall, and the earth for which three days will be in continual evolutions will open its bosom full of fire. He will be plunged forever with all his own into the eternal charisms of hell. Then water and fire will purify the earth and will consume all the works, um, all the works of the pride of men, and all will be renewed. God will be served and glorified. That's a lot, beloved. It is under the secret given to Maximum Gerard. Uh, first to Melanie, the next one is to Maximum Gerard. Um, let me just see. Um, yeah, I can give you those secrets tomorrow. The m- many more are to El- Melanie, but we can give you the younger child secrets tomorrow. Um, beloved, I don't know exactly what has already happened. We can tell what's already taken place and what ta- much is taking place right now. And it's, it uh, behooves us to be aware because then we can fight uh, ignorance. Okay. Um, let me just see. Okay. We have a comment. I'm going to take it right now from, um, from Alan. Alan says, it's on Facebook, Alan says, I appreciate the reverence toward God, but saying that one cannot be part of the Catholic Church without believing Catholic religion is exactly what cults tell their followers. Jesus is to be lifted up not by a singular branch of the church. Well, Alan, I absolutely agree with you. Jesus is not to to be lifted up by a singular branch of the church. The Catholic Church is not a branch. It is the church. There is no other church. There are no branches. Um... Jesus is the vine, and we, his people, are the branches. He said, I will establish a church and lead it into all truth till the end of time. And that's what he's done. It is the Catholic, one holy Catholic, an apostolic church. There are no other branches. There are no denominations. There are, but not what God established. There's only one true church. And it has, um, as um, I think we spoke of before, um, um, uh, I, I, I lost my thought. I'm so sorry. Um, there are over 40,000 denominations, but it all stems from uh, 
people leaving the Catholic Church. There was the East-West split in 1,000, um, I want to say 54 or 58, I'm, I'm, I have to look it up. Um, and since the Reformation, there's been over 40,000 uh, churches formed, um, yet there's only one Catholic Church that has remained for 2,000 years. Um, a denomination is, is just that. It's not the true Catholic Church. And um, it does not have her initial um, relics or altar. Um, no other church has what the Catholic Church has, dear ones. So um, let me read you. Well, there's the break. And we have Anne from Buffalo um, on the phone. We'll be right back with you, Anne. And Alan, I'm going to tell you when we come back from the break, what is absolutely necessary to be Catholic, what is absolutely necessary to believe, and if someone believes everything but one of those points, they are not Catholic. We'll be right back. This is a segment about small Catholic innovations that made a huge impact. From the OSV Institute for Catholic Innovation, the bread Catholics are known for is the Eucharist. The body of Christ. Rightly so. But I'd wager there's another, less special bread that we should also be recognized for. The pretzel. Back in the year 600 AD, Lenten fasting rules were pretty strict. So some monks got creative. They developed a bread recipe that was just flour, water, and salt. Legend has it that the monks wanted to make the bread into a shape that reminded them of Lent. A young monk noticed the way his brothers crossed their arms over their chests while praying, and voila, the pretzel was born. The Latin word for pretzel even means little arms. Aw, how cute. So, you can thank Catholic Innovation for pretzels. Learn more about what OSV Institute is doing to inspire and encourage Catholic innovation at osvinstitute.com. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. The Station of the Cross appreciates the generosity of our supporters. We are committed to keeping our donors' accounts up to date. If there have been changes made to your payment information, please call us so that we can update your account. 1-877-888-6279, extension 104. Or update your information online at thestationofthecross.com. Thank you for your generous support of Catholic Radio. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. 
Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our last segment. We have a little over 10 minutes. And again, you're welcome to call in with anything on your heart. Um, Anne, I'll be with you just in a minute. I want to finish Alan's question here. Alan says, I appreciate the reverence toward God, but saying that one cannot be part of the Catholic Church without believing Catholic religion is exactly what cults tell their followers. Um, Alan, that's why they're cults, because they don't worship the same Christ. They don't worship, they may use his name, but they don't worship the same Christ. They don't believe in the Trinity. They don't believe in his death and resurrection for us. They are cults. The Catholic Church is not a cult. It is the only church that our Lord established, and you must believe what it teaches in order to be Catholic. Um, I'm going to give uh, you the minimum requirements that are needed for someone to be Catholic. Um, and it's, it's right from the catechism. Uh, the first precept is you shall attend Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation and rest from servile labor. That first precept requires the faithful to sanctify the day, commemorating the resurrection of the Lord, which is Sunday, as well as the principal liturgical feasts honoring the mysteries of the Lord, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and the saints. In the first place, by participating in the exact uh, in the Eucharistic celebration in which the Christian community is gathered and by resting from those works and activities which would impede such a sanctification of these days. The second precept, which is you shall confess the Lord, you, you shall confess your sins rather at least once a year, uh, that precept ensures preparation for the Eucharistic uh, for the Eucharist by the reception of the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which contains baptism's work of conversion and the forgiveness of sins. The third precept is you shall receive the Sacrament of the Eucharist at least once during the Easter season. And that precept guarantees, as a minimum, the reception of the Lord's body and blood in connection with the Paschal Feast, the origin and center of the Christian liturgy. The fourth precept, you shall observe the days of fasting and absence established by the church, um, and that ensures the times of um, ascesis. It's a, um, it's a type of uh, repentance. Ensures times of ascesis and penance, which prepare us for the liturgical feast and helps us to acquire mastery over our instincts and freedom of heart. And finally, uh, the fifth precept is that you shall help to provide for the needs of the church. It means that the faithful are obliged to assist with the material needs of the church, which according um, each according to his own ability. And that's an important one, especially to pass on to your pastor, um, because we must be supporting the needs of the church. We must not be supporting uh, those organizations which are evil, such as Christian Research, um, uh, CRS, Christian Research Services, um, because they give millions of dollars uh, overseas to birth control, to condoms, for, to other things, and that's evil. So we may not give money to them, but we can give money to Catholic charities 
and other Catholic resources that are good. Okay, now let me just see. Anne, dear one, you're patient. Thanks for waiting. From Buffalo, are you there, Anne? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, honey. I, I've been struggling with uh, forgiveness. Um, I'm 60 years old now, and when I was young, very young, like eight or nine years old, I was sexually assaulted by a cousin. And I went to counseling, and they just pretty much said, well, he shouldn't have did that. And it, I'm trying to move forward. And then I, he had a huge betrayal when my parents died by a brother who, you know, told lies about me. And, and I, it was a deep hurt, a deep betrayal, and I'm trying to get past it. And I've had masses said, um, I have illness, so I don't always are physically able to get to mass on the schedule that I want to be, but I don't know how to move forward. And I wonder if you maybe had some suggestions. I do. And I do. Um, and I'm so glad you don't want to live with us any longer because you don't have to. Um, when Jesus was on the cross, you know his first words, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. How could he have said that? They knew they mailed him to the cross. They knew they spit on him and scourged him and did everything to him. They knew that. What do you mean they don't know what they do? Because, as Paul said, if we knew who he was, we wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. Sin blinds people. So, yes, they did it, and they knew what they were doing, but it blinded them to really what they were doing because of who he was. Um, and someone once said, Anne, that forgiveness is forgiving. When Jesus forgave us from the cross, and Romans 5 says that he's, he died for us while we were yet sinners, while we were yet in our sin, he didn't wait for us to get our act together or feel sorry or apologize. Um, and when we forgive, it is forgiving. What it happens is that we let the other person off the hook. And Jesus let us off the hook. But the price for sin still had to be paid. The price for your being assaulted as an eight-year-old with the most despicable crime. And then later, um, um, the pe people, that's, that's worthy of death. Absolutely. Your mother's re reaction was not good enough or strong enough or complete enough. It is worthy of death, for sure. Um, but what our Lord is saying is that they have cardboard. Um, what am I saying? I just... Um, um, they have blinders on, not cardboard. They have blinders on, and they don't see it. And so when he says, Father, forgive them, he's talking about us. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. He f let us off the hook, and he took the penalty because the justice of God must be paid. So he didn't say, I love you so much, forget the penalty. No, the wages of sin is death. So he let us off the hook, and he took the pain, the sin, um, the death that was due us for our sins. And so when I think of awful things that I've experienced, I say, Father, Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing or what they did. And when I say that, I get sick to my stomach because, yes, they knew what they did. Of course they knew what they did. But again, sin is blind. And I'm reminded two things. We need to forgive as God in Christ has forgiven us. And he has forgiven us things that we haven't even been aware of uh, at all and certainly haven't gone to confession for. Um... um 
And so um, the other thing I realized, Anne, is that the heinousness, the horribleness, the awfulness um, of sin has not so much to do with the sin committed, but it has to do with the one sinned against. This is very, very crucial. People that sin against me and you were despicable sinners. They deserve death. But we, you and I, even though we haven't committed such perhaps heinous sins, yet we go to confession. We have sinned against a holy God. So even though our sins are less respectable sins, that's a crazy comment, um, they are worse because they've sinned against pure holiness. Others who have sinned against us have sinned against sinners, even if our sins are nowhere as great as theirs. And I thought to myself, if God, who can forgive me, who I've sinned against him, no matter what the sin is, if he can forgive me, and if he can forgive those who sinned against me, who am I to not forgive them? Am I greater than God? We forgive if no other reason as God in Christ has forgiven us. Dear Anne, uh, call in again tomorrow, sweetheart, if you'd like to speak further on this because it's the end of our program and Patty, maybe you could give a call tomorrow also. God bless all of you. God willing, we'll speak with you tomorrow.